0: So, today we're going to wrap up this year's discussion on the three weeks, nine days, of all those halachas. So, today will be the final share on this topic, and I will focus primarily on the unique halachas of Tishabav that's Nidche, meaning this year Tishabav realizes on Shabbos, and we're observing it on Sunday. So, the question is is this any more lenient in halacha? You know, when it comes to Tanisim, there's a certain standard of how sick a person has to be in order to eat, and who should fast, who should not fast. So are there any reasons to be more mekel in halacha when it comes to a Tisha that's nitche? So the first source for this would be, in the Shulchan Simon Tafkov Tav brings down that, let's say you have a bris milah. Someone is making a bris on Sunday this year, so the avia ben and the, and, the, and the mother of the child... The sandik, the mile, so they do not have to finish their fast. So after mincha, they could have mincha and, and and then they're allowed to eat because it's a yante for them. Now this would not be true when it comes to shahtanes let's say even a regular Tinus. Tinus has to, maybe Tinus has to be different, but let's say your regular Sarabateves, uh tzim Halacha is, even if you're making a Bris, you have to finish your fast. There's no such heter as yontiv Shaloi. It's a regular fast in Klal So for some reason, when it comes to a Tisha B'Av, that's nitche. We are more mekal. So based on the shavus Yaakov brings down, that he was asked about a chole or a or really about a muberes, a minaqa, someone who's pregnant, someone who is nursing, do they have to fast on a tishavav that's nitche? So on a regular tishavav they do, they have to fast. Now if they're a chayla, so they're no different than any other person, that's a chayla, and they're allowed to eat, even on Tisha But assuming they're not up to that level of of illness, they're not a chayla of that level. So still, even though they're not yet sick, halacha is, according to the Shavos Yaakov, since we see we're by brismila we're more makeled by brismila than other Tanesim, so for sure, Yolah HaSminekes does not have to fast on a Tisha B'Av, that's Netcha. Additionally, he writes that even a regular person who is a mikta's chayli, who has some small, minor ailment, a little bit, he's sick a little bit, he could still, he still does not have to fast because it's a, it's a Tisha of Shnitcha. Now, you have to figure out exactly what level this is. Even on a regular fast day, we don't have such a high threshold of what, what is considered a chayla. In order to be able to eat, it has to be a little bit beyond your typical ailment of fasting, more than just a headache, that you're not feeling well, that you're going to, as soon as you eat something, you'll be fine. It has to be a little more than that. But still, we're more mekel when it comes to Tisha B'av, that's nitche. There's a, a discussion in the paiskim. So now that a person is, uh, a lady is a Meneke, she's a Mubar, she's not going to fast the entire Tisha B'Av. Hello? So the question is, does she, or let's see, if a, a person who knows he's going he's sick already, he's not feeling well, is there any Indian, any any reason to start fasting for a couple hours, and then only later eat. Any Indian to do that. So it is brought down that, it, that there is some concept of being part of Yisroel. Everyone else is fasting. You should also be fasting with them, even for a little bit. But a halacha one is definitely not makhuli to do that. Additionally, there is a, a question that this year, if you wait and only start eating Sunday morning, so then you have to make Havdalah Sunday morning, and we try to make Havdalah matzah Shabbos, so shouldn't that be a consideration? Rav Asher Weiss in his chuvah says that that's not a consideration in Halacha, if you want to fast a little bit, so you'll have to fast, you don't have to worry about the Havdalah, but Halacha Lemaissa, there is no Halachic requirements for anyone to fast a few hours, if you know you're a Chayla, you are a Mubaris, Menekes, and it's a Tisha one is allowed to make Havdalah already right after Shabbos, they are allowed to make Havdalah. So when they make Havdalah, there's a question, should they use wine, grape juice, Chammar Medina? So really, we should try to avoid using grape juice or wine on Tisha B'Av itself. It's, you know, the nine days we don't drink wine. However, la halacha, a person is allowed to drink grape juice, use grape juice as Chammar Medina, as, as Havdalah. The question is, what's better? Should a person use grape juice or use Chammar Medina? So really, this, if you look at the Svarim, there seems to be a split. It really depends on how you view Chammar Medina viz manazeh. What exactly is chamar Medina? So the Gemara Pesachim tells the chamar Medina means something that people use as a replacement for wine. That's like their sit-down and they're going to they're gonna have a meeting, they're going to have a, a get-together over this beverage. So some learn it to the extreme, like the Ramam, that it has to be that this is the wine of this town. So very limited what would be called chamar Medina. Rabbi Shepheinstein has a different opinion. He proves this, that as long as it's not considered something that's there to quench your thirst, like Gatorade or perhaps soda, I'm not sure about soda, it's probably there to quench your thirst. So then he says if it's beyond that juice, or you would, would say today a coffee, uh, maybe a fancy tea, a fancy drink, that is considered chamar medina. as long as it's not just there to quench your thirst, that's chamar medina. So in America, most of the place will tell people, just make havdalah on orange juice or coffee. If you're drinking coffee, you have to make sure you're able to drink 1.6 ounces, within one or two shots in order for it to be considered the, drinking it within the shear. So you have a hot, piping hot drink, not so wise to, to drink that amount. So we would tell people to just maybe get an iced coffee or make sure it's not too hot in order to, to use that for Havdalah. Now, for everyone else who is fasting... On Tishah so then Matzah Tishah this year, Sunday night, you make havdalah, and at that point, we already can use grape juice, the chachila, no problem. You use grape juice for your havdalah. Let's say a person heard havdalah from someone who was not going to fast; they heard it earlier. They made havdalah for their wife, as we mentioned yesterday, shared that a person should make havdalah for his wife and let her drink. So then, there's no need for him to go now. Matzay Yantiv make havdalah as soon as Yantiv's Matzay I'm sorry, as soon as was over, he'd be allowed to eat. He already made up; he was ready to Avdala previously. Okay, now there's a discussion in Halacha about the night after Tisha B'av. So, <clears throat> if you look in the Gemara, the Gemara says, the Gemara goes to the days of the Puranius. The Gemara says that already, on the seventh day of Av, and they already started the destruction of the of Dosh. On the ninth day, which we fast Tishab, B'Av, some of the day, late in the day, they, they lit the fire, and then the fire spread and started burning. And it took a long time to burn. It didn't burn instantaneously. It took a good 24 hours for the base finish to burn. But Rav, most of this time, was already after Tish was already the 10th day of Av. And it only stopped burning towards sunset on the 10th day of Av. So Rabbi Eichmann said, oh, if it was up to me, like if that developed by Siri, I would have been covered what we call Tisha B'Av, no, it shouldn't be called Tisha B'Av, on the calendar, cross it out, it should be called Asar B'av. it should be the 10th day of Av, that's the time we should be keeping this day as a morning for the korban. So why in fact do we not keep the 10th day of Av? We fast on Tisha B'av. so the Gemara says, Rabbanon, aschatu the Purunusa Adifa, it's more important for us to commemorate, to to uh, fast on the day, in the beginning of the Purunis, that's when it all started, it all began on the 9th day of Av, that's when they lit they put a fire onto the onto the base middash that's when we will keep this day the diarist so it comes out that although we are keeping Tisha because that's the aschat of the Pernusa the 10th day of Av is the actual yard site of when the base middash was being burnt so therefore the Shulchan brings down that there's a minog there's a minna kasher, a, a good mina. And if the Shulchan Aruch says a good mina, then we keep it. Shleilecha baser veshalad A person should not eat meat or drink wine. Velela siri, you should not eat meat or drink wine the night of the tenth, which is Matzei tishabav on a typical year. And Machaber says mah siri the entire tenth day. So according to the Pesach of the Shulchan Aruch and Machaber, many of the Sfarim hold like this that one should not eat meat or drink wine for another 24 hours after Tisha B'Av. Up until let's say Tisha B'Av fell out on a on a uh, Monday or a Tuesday, so you would have to wait 24 hours before eating meat or drinking wine. The Ramah says, we're not. That machmir; yesh machmir only ad chatzai So we wait until the next day, midday on the 10th day of Av, and you could already have your afternoon barbecues and your fleischfests, and you could shave, and you could uh, do laundry. But, only up, only we're only machbit up until chatsais. So the chabra is more machmer here than the Ramah. What about other things that we keep in the nine days that are beyond just eating meat and drinking water? What about taking showers? What about doing laundry? So the achorinim bring down, it's not mentioned the Ramah, the say that yes, we're also machmer and yonim, other things that have to do with the nine days, we keep that until Khatsais the next day. So that's the sock, that's the So I remember listening to a to a Shiloh, someone saying over Shiley he had a couple years ago, where basically had a sleepaway camp that they switched halves the day after Tishabov. So the second half started the morning after Tishabov. All fine and dandy except for the children coming for only the second half. So they were at home in the city first half. Their parents had nine days worth of laundry to start packing now for the, for for camp. And starting the next morning, you got to be on the bus, 10 a.m. You can't wait till Chatzel to do laundry. So what do you do? So the Halacha writes that B'Sha'asat Tarech, since the whole thing's is a minog anyways, first, even the bus of Iyayin is a minog. Addition, this extra chumrah of the achronim, for Sha'ar and yonim, that's chumrah Gabi chumrah. So again, that's the minog, but B'Sha'asat Tarech, one could be mekel. And I think that was a psaq that this rav, this place they gave, to those, uh, to that camp, the, the parents of those campers, that they could do laundry already, Matzah Tishabah, because it's gadol to send your children with clean clothing, at least for the first couple of days of camp. It shouldn't be uh, totally uh, disgusting. Okay, so this year, the 10th day of Av is Sunday. So we already kept the 10th day. So really, halakhically once the 10th day is, once uh, Matzah Tishabah this year, Sunday night, really everything should be Matzah. However, the Ramah writes that still, we still have a Minog that the, at least that night, right? Leaving Tishabav, we should not eat meat, we should not drink wine, because it's not this, you know, we just left the fast day and I'll cover Tisha B'Av really. How do you leave Tishabov and go eat meat and drink wine? And therefore, the Minog is that for tonight, Sunday night, one should not eat meat or drink wine. But the next morning, you don't have to wait till Chatzay's because it's already the 11th day of us, so you can have your, uh, your burger for breakfast. The next morning. What about listening to music? So I see some of the Svar bring down maybe there's some type of Indian I listen to music. Matze Yantif, Matze uh, Tishabav. However, if it's recorded music for sure, it could be Makal because that's really a Chumraba Amma. Additionally, if you look at the, the Shavatseen, it seems like it'll be Mutter as long as it's a, a Tishabav Nitche. So this year you can listen to music even Sunday night. So uh, that wraps it up for the halachas of of Tisha B'Av, the lachas of the three weeks. just want to point out, the Shachanach writes, at the end of Simon Tafka, from the ay zaych whoever mourns properly on Yerushalayim, is already, for Raya he will see b'semchasa, in the uh, ultimate redemption, and uh, we should all be zayche, with the learning of these halachas, and we're keeping the halachas, to uh, next year, not having to learn all these halachas again, and we should uh, be able to greet Mashiach as the Kingdom of Mirabim, or main